0: Welcome to Moms in the Hub, everything you need to know about living, loving, and raising little ones in the 806. Go grab your wine and start folding that
1: laundry while you listen to hosts Crystal and Danae share mom fells, discuss trending mom
0: topics, and interview experts. Don't let the Lubbock wind blow you away. Stay grounded as we navigate navigate motherhood motherhood in the the hub together. together. Hey there. Welcome to Moms in the Hub. I'm Crystal Granzo. And I'm Danae Hooks, and we're your host of Moms in the Hub. Um, my name's Crystal, and I'm so excited to be here and to continue to be here, hopefully, for multiple episodes. I'm a mother, I'm a children's book author, I'm a financial coach. I love, love, love Lubbock Moms Blog Book Club. And um, I am a contributor to the Lubbock Moms blog, which means that I write for it. Maybe not very well. Maybe I'm really great. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but I do it, and I like it, and I love it. I have a whole bunch of kids. And by a whole bunch, I mean two. <laughs> Just two kids. But that's a bunch, right? Uh, we call them Maddie, Lou, and Mac. They are the um, stars of my children's book, Maddie, Lou, and Mac, at the State Fair of Texas. They are perfect little cherubs, as every mother should say about their um, children, and they are a handful. I mean, Kyle Mack, he is all boy, and Madeline, sometimes she thinks she's a boy. (laughs) That's funny. I'm Danae Hooks, and
1: I am also a mother. Um, I am a children's book author, and I am a fellow blogger for Lubbock Moms Blog. I wrote a book about my kids, um, Hudson, Hannah, and Hadley, ages 10, almost 8, and almost 3. Um, called The Adventures of Bug and Boo. And I go around sharing our book and speaking to kids at schools. And I am just super excited to be here. The champagne is popped.
0: And we are ready to roll on Moms in the Hub. Ready to do our very first pers- um, episode together. And we hope that you'll love it and that you'll like it. You will share it with your friends. Share, share, share. Um, We, Danae and I, we met... We met at our very first Lubbock Moms Blog Book Club event. So we were at some, we're not going to mention the name, but we were drinking some wine, I think. <laughs> yes. this sir. wine place. <laughs> and that's where we met, and we discovered that we were both children's book authors. So how crazy is that, that we both wrote books about our kids. They're both published. And we met in the same space, and it was like, mm-hmm, we're supposed to be together.
1: We are. And forever. then it kind of came about over a year later that we should start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and it would be fun, so here yeah. we are.
0: Here we are in the so- 806. <laughs> <laughs> we should go take a picture next to the uh, bricks out there. Where oh yeah, bigot- we-, we totally should. Like made in the LBK, right? Yeah. I- I- when I when I was pregnant, I really wanted um, my pregnancy pictures to be in front of that. However, I was so sick and miserable that I was like, F the world. I'm not leaving this house. But had I had a beautiful, wonderful, butterfly-like pregnancy, like many of you probably did, I would have been out there in front of that painted <laughs> mural with my pregnant belly all out and exposed because this was made in the LBK. Right.
1: Know? Wouldn't that have been cute? Yes, that's hilarious. Yeah, well,
0: it didn't happen. So. Well, all
1: three of my kids, we have moved all over. We're from Texas and have three kids in three states mm-hmm. so it's been pure chaos for the last 10 years
0: but that's crazy we made it back to texas well and welcome yes. i'm so happy you did best state <laughs> <laughs> everything's bigger and better out here huh exactly <laughs> <laughs> well both my kids were born in lubbock so although i'm from dfw originally mm-hmm. um the kids were born here so really we're like lubbockites like we're we're from here now because everyone was um everyone was born at umc and so really i think one nurse i had with kyle mack i had her again you know in the transition of timing and things like that i had her again with madeline and she was like oh yeah i remember you from last time you wanted to have your son be pubert from the adams family for halloween she was <laughs> he was born in I july he was born in july and i was pregnant and with my epidural not feeling a darn thing just living my best life and then all of a sudden <laughs> I just tell all these people, yep, I've decided he's going to be pubert from the Adams family. <laughs> was he? Adams family values. Yes, he was. Very good. Um, I split his hair into butt crack hair <laughs> and then with the uh, eyeliner that I never use, you know, so thank you. Hashtag Mary Kay. I never used it, but I put it on his little um, lip or his little mustache. Oh my gosh, he was the cutest little baby ever. He actually was probably everything you could imagine on his first Halloween because I. I had inherited so much um, from all my friends and everything. So uh, he was like the Monsters, Inc. eyeball. He was. He was everything. He was like every a different outfit every day. That's right. Every day of the month of October of 2016, he was was dressed up. I mean, it was Halloween every day for 31 days. Well, my son, for his first Halloween, was a hot dog. A hot dog? Yeah, he was.
1: Yes. Our... Our dog at the time, we got them both a hot dog costume, and they were matching hot dogs. <laughs> I know. When he's, he's almost 11, and he looks at that picture and says, Mom, what were you thinking? <laughs> but he was so cute. And then he was Mickey Mouse and a shark, and, you know, now he's getting the age where, you know, he still enjoys it, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah, how old is he now?
1: He'll be 11. 11 years old. Yes. So you have a middle schooler. Almost. Please don't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I cry every time I think about it. I thought two and fifteen months was a lot. But... Yeah, yeah. And then, well, I mean, then we have like an almost eight-year-old; she'll be eight tomorrow. And then an almost three-year-old; she'll be three on Friday. So our the three-year-old has literally rocked our world. So, um, we feel like we're new parents all over again, and we have no idea what we're doing.
0: And why is that? Why do you feel new again?
1: Because. Our son was, I mean, I'm not saying he's perfect, but he was a very easy, easy baby, easy child. And this is te- number one. This is number one. Okay. So we were like, yeah, we got this. I mean, we're really good. Mm-hmm. He's, he's good. Mm-hmm. And then um, our other daughter comes along, and she happened—she does have a rare disease. So our life definitely took a few twists and turns with that. Um, she requires 24-hour care. She uses a wheelchair, um, she's nonverbal, so we kind of had to readjust, and then we started, you know, finding our new groove as a family of four, mm-hmm. and then I got pregnant with number three, which we were totally excited about, um, but she came along, and we feel like we're new parents again because she is breaking all the rules. Mm-hmm. She's not wanting to do anything you're supposed to do. No bedtime, no potty training, no is her favorite word. She's no, She's three? She will she will be three soon. I'm kind of hoping that magically on her third birthday the terrible twos will end. Yeah. I mean I, that's kinda of naive of me. That's cute. But yeah. yeah. Um I don't think that's gonna
0: happen. So she's pretty um she's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think Terrible Twos for us started, um, at like fifteen months. Yeah. I'm not really good with the months and the numbers and such, but like in between one and two, is that 15 months? Yes. Okay, good. That's when terrible news so started. that's three months
1: after 12 months, that's which right. is a year. There you go. We're doing a little math lesson for you on the Moms and the love. I hub. was an
0: English teacher in a previous <laughs> life, so... And
1: I um, was an elementary school teacher.
0: Really? Yes. Yeah, so together we make up K through 12. Exactly. Yeah, so we get
1: to... Oh. And the parents are now listening saying uh, we don't want them in the classroom. Don't worry. My last name has changed
0: so many times that no one will be able to find me. <laughs> It's good I, to know. Yeah, know. That's, a, that's a completely another podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's like a murder podcasts. mystery are not going to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, well, um, my... Okay, so just today, literally today, this morning, you know, we've got this whole um coronavirus thing going on. Yes. And so we're doing church from home. So we're right here in the office, and we're doing church from home, and so the kids, they have no idea, but my husband went out to get um donuts, because donuts make everything better no because <laughs> brother mark at new horizon baptist church thank you brother mark who will never listen to this but i'm mentioning his name he is the reason why we have donuts at church and i don't really feed my kids sugar like you don't get juice like juice doesn't exist here you have water you have milk um a little oh bit- have a
1: third one and we'll talk okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it so no sugar and then We have um, donuts at church all the time, every single Sunday. So the first thing, my beautiful little girl, little Maddie Blue, goes in. She wants chocolate donut. Chocolate donut. (laughs) She wants her chocolate donut. And Brother Mark gives it to her. Then, you know, Kyle Mac has to have it. Yes, my son has two names. It's Kyle and Mac. You have to use both. It's not one or the other. It's a Texas thing. It Maybe. I don't know. I have a funny story about that, too, but we'll save that for after this <laughs> talk. So we're watching. They had their donuts. Maybe they had three chocolate donuts. I don't know because their dad was in charge of breakfast this morning. Okay. So they had it all. They're on the couch in the office. All of a sudden, my daughter has my son in a headlock. They are flipping, literally flipping off this couch onto the floor. They have learned how to wrestle. Not wrestle. This is not like WWE, like we are going to um, nicely, delicately learn how to take you off the top of ropes. No, this is like um, back in the day at the Sportatorium where the Von Ericks are wrestling. I don't know if you know <laughs> anything about that. That's a Dallas um, group of be. wrestlers. Um, but this is like hardcore style. My children are on the ground. And of course, what do I do as the greatest mother of the year? I'm just recording it and sending it out to all the family in right. text to this message. Moment. Like, what is wrong with you people? What's wrong with my little girl? You need to go put on a tiara. You know, you need to, like, practice with the makeup again. No, she does all those things. But they really – my kids work really well together. That's good. They're, like, best friends. Yeah. Well, well, because they're age. Yeah, yeah. They're so close together that they fight and they love. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me give you a hug. Let me give you a kiss. No, no hugs. No kiss. Karate chop. Mom, love, hug, happiness. You know what though, you're gonna really appreciate
1: it when she's a teenager and she starts dating. She'll know how to wrestle. It,
0: I mean, I keep don't the boys away. I, want
1: to him. <laughs> I don't know. If that's what we call well, it. But... <laughs> so yours are what you said, 15 months apart. Yeah,
0: I think so. So I mean, my youngest mat, and my but...
1: oldest are eight years apart. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely an interesting dynamic because my son can remember every single bit of my pregnancy. So when I was sick with morning sickness, you know, at first he was like really felt sorry for me. Was helpful, and then he got so used to it because I was so sick that he's like, "Mom, come on, you know, really, come on." Like I would be throwing up in the toilet, and he's like, "Mom, I need something." I'm like, "Can you not see I'm busy?" But at the same time, when he has a wife one day and she goes through that as well, he's going to be really appreciative of that he went through that with me. He's he's going to remember. He's going to be a little more sensitive. I think that's sweet that you think that. I I do think that. I know
0: that. (laughs) good because my husband helped me through all my sickness and baby one he was so appreciative and he was so nice and he would hold my hair for me and then baby number two is like you got this one yeah you're You're a pro yeah yeah, you know how to vomit and pee all at the same time (laughs) yes we do (laughs) no but
1: today is the perfect example of the the years between them because my son is in his room Playing Fortnite with his buddies, which I'm very appreciative for that right now because he's able to communicate with his friends. You know, where there is no socialization right now with, you know, COVID-19. But his little sister, of course, is coming in there. She wants attention. She hasn't seen her friends in weeks. She's Mm got to get some energy out. And he's, like, getting super annoyed with her. And I finally said, look, she is not with her friends right now. You are her friend. You and your sister are her only friends. So you need to make the most of it. I saw it kind of click with them, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, a 10 year old and a two year old they are kind of on different levels of what they just, what they think is playing right now. So okay. he's video games and she is Play-Doh all over the house.
0: You let your child play with Play-Doh? I do. Like Without I Without
1: supervision? I threw all the rules out when it came <laughs> to number three. I'm serious. Like I am an OCD person and my mom laughs at me, um, about how- crazy and strict i was with the first two and she laughs at me now at how lenient i am with the third one because there are no rules she is peeing in the yard um she's getting out play-doh she's getting today oh today she actually my husband smoked some pork yesterday in the backyard that's good i'm
0: glad he was smoking pork
1: <laughs> and not like marlboro lights or <laughs> Cigarettes. And this morning she was playing in the oil from the smoker. Oh, gosh. So there's greasy handprints on my back porch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all rules have gone out the window with that one.
0: Well, Madeline, she loves to um, she loves to do whatever her brother's doing. So, yeah. like, he's climbing on everything. Like I said, they're wrestling. They're doing these things. Um, but she likes to climb and do those things. Well, Kyle Mack, he just, you know, he's known for when we were playing soccer in the fall. I mean, I swear, this is literal. This is not figurative at all. But three times he peed on the soccer field. Oh, my gosh. Um, for, I don't know, who all to see, his little TT, you know? <laughs> he did that. He peed multiple times. So he pees outside like it's nothing. And I can tell you, I tell him, no, that's not what we do. Like, we have a restroom in the house. You can go to the house. Or, you know, like we're at Costco. You can't just whip it out and pee on the side of the wall. Mm-hmm. These things are not acceptable no matter what your funny father tells you. Okay, we've still got to go. Like, these are still just etiquette rules in life. He needs to learn he can't be 12 years old and whipping it out. Well, poor <laughs> no little Maddie are. Lou, she thinks that she's a boy. She sure did pull down her pants, put her hands on her hips, lean forward as though she was peeing outside in the grass. And she oh, would have had an excellent stream flow had she had been a boy. <laughs> But instead, Mommy Dearest over here has a huge mess to clean up as right. she pees all over her pants, her shoes, her socks, her everything. But that little girl, she didn't pee in her pants on purpose. No. She thought she was doing it just like her big brother. Her and form she was did. good. Absolutely. A hundred percent. She's the winner. of Olympic the pop- gold medal. The yes. body parts weren't there. No, they were not. They're not. And they're never going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> We're in love. It. They're never going to be there. Okay, well, um, there's a certain point in our podcast that we want to do, which we're going to call the Power of Positivity segment. And it's a very important um, segment of the podcast for us because as moms, it's very easy to get caught up in the negativity of life. Yes, I mean, um, two kids running around. There's not one room in this house that is clean. And um, I really love my mother-in-law for telling me that. Um, I was real stressed out about something like that one day, and she said, Crystal, there's only one person I know in the whole world who was able to enjoy her time with her kids and have an immaculately cleaned home. And that woman did not sleep. She cleaned all night long. Mm-hmm. When, while the kids were sleep- sleeping, she was cleaning. And I'm not going to do that.
1: No, I I'm love my sleep.
0: To. I love to sleep. I'm not going to do that. So I've accepted that. I'm going to, you know, keep up a normal a normal house, but this is not going to be, you know, on the cover of a magazine no. because I've got a two and a three-year-old who think that they're WWE wrestlers. You are not going to have a clean house to at least
1: 10 years old when you can start getting them. Well, they Hudson started doing chores about six or seven, you know, yeah. and I'm having Hadley at three years old start doing a little stuff, but yeah. until they pick up themselves you'll never have a clean house right so we're
0: not going to that's so just, just throw that out the window it is it's out now i'm, I'm not going to stress out about that anymore i'm not going to put that on me it is what it is i'm going to do my part and what i can like there's not going to be any mildew growing right. in my sink okay that's a little disgusting i'm not that's not what we're talking about here that is not the granzo manor that's what we call our house this is the granzo manor i really like that word so yeah, yeah. i just put it there it works yeah <laughs> um but at the same time you know there might be a plate that is rinsed off sitting on the counter uh-huh. So um, I'm not going to get all bogged down in this negativity. So we're going to have this power of positivity a power of positivity segment in each podcast. And so um, when you listen in each week or month or however we decide to do it, I'm not however, even sure.
1: However often our kids let us do it. Yeah. Amen <laughs> to that, sister.
0: Okay. We're going to make sure that um, at some point in the podcast that we're going to discuss something to be grateful for. First one today is the hashtag LBK local challenge in the Lubbock chamber of commerce, the one who's created this Lubbock local challenge. And it's really cool. So if you go online and you look at the Lubbock chamber of commerce, You'll find all of the instructions. But I'm just going to tell you a little bit about it right now. All you have to do is on your social media, you're going to post a photo to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter showing how you support local Lubbock businesses. And in this time that we're in right now, local is so incredibly important. Mm-hmm. So you're going, to, um, you're going to post, I support your name of that local business, and then the hashtag, hashtag LBK, local challenge. You're going to nominate and tag three friends to do the exact same thing. You're going to cut and paste those instructions in your post, and you're going to say, let's support Lubbock businesses. And really, I've seen it all over Facebook, and I'm so excited and so proud to be living in Lubbock and raising my kids in Lubbock, Texas. Mm -hmm. We are really helping our own. I mean, everybody is. They're
1: pulling their weight to make sure that the local businesses stay open and have support throughout all of this social distancing and closures of different things. Yeah. I know we're doing our part at restaurants, that's for sure, because I'm sick of cooking.
0: Good. So. <laughs> and that's, the, that's. I mean, I don't know where it's going to go in the end. I don't know how this is, you know, I don't know people's budgets and, and um, right. their books, you know, what it really is looking at. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing that people are really buying into our local businesses. Mm-hmm. They're purchasing what they can to keep them open, to support Lubbock in this time, in this time of quarantine. Right. You know, like well, how crazy is this? But I love how, you know, you don't have to be a part of a school to show school spirit. You know, right. we are a part of Lubbock and we are showing Lubbock spirit when we're doing um, these things like the LBK local challenge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: And it's it's going to help everybody. I mean, there's everybody is going to go through this time in their life where they need that extra boost, that extra support. That's right. And, um, you know, we are taught to give back. And I know growing up here, growing up in Texas, we were always taught to give back. So, you know, do what you can when you can and um, just support the local people as much as you can.
0: Yes. So be sure that when you do, you're doing those things that you um, be a part of the Lubbock um, local challenge with the hashtag LBK local challenge. Do that. Find it on Facebook. Be a part of that, please. OK, so now we're going to lead on into our discussion for today and. In- you know, sometimes we're going to have people on to
1: interview. We want to interview like local businesses and experts and people that really like interest the moms because um, that's so important. Whether it's like somewhere to take your children, the different activities to do, or maybe it's something about self-care. But for this kickoff show, we've decided to do, talk about, we're in a different time right now with the quarantine and social distancing and shelter in place. So... I know we are learning a lot. I mean, some things we are learning to never do again. We're also learning some essentials we'll probably use and take going forward. Um, So we're going to kind of talk about today some of the top things we've learned as mothers being in quarantine with our husbands and children.
0: (laughs) Yes, so we have five things for you today. These are the top five things we've learned in quarantine. And number one, and I think a lot of listeners
1: would probably <laughs> agree with this one, but there's no judgment here. This is the no judgment zone. No judgment zone. No judgment. I'm sure
0: it will be used against me <laughs> at some point
1: in my life. Yes. Cocktail hour is negotiable. Okay. So maybe you're used to having cocktail hour at five, six, seven. We're not judging if it starts at maybe 11 a.m., one, three, because... 9.30. <laughs> that bloody Mary. Because being at home with your husband and children have definitely put a new spin on cocktail hour. So that is definitely negotiable at this point.
0: And I'll just use any excuse for it. Right. So, I mean, this could be like, oh, you know, someone's landing on the moon. (laughs) Celebration. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Cocktail (laughs) hour is negotiable. It is completely. So, but I will say that um, I'm not an alcoholic. No. I don't drink no you know i can't i don't get drunk there's no like i don't have hangovers anymore unless i mean i can't really remember the last hangover i've had right i don't want to remember it either well so. and we're not going anywhere no and there's two parents we're stuck at home. here yes we're stuck here in these four walls right
1: exactly so
0: if i'm gonna have a little bit of brandy and my sparkling wine i mean my sparkling water look at me maybe i'm <laughs> hey, drunk maybe, now i have no hey, idea maybe you're putting two together yeah. <laughs> Combining the spirits. Yes, we're just trying. You know. Also, what people are doing right now, they're getting really good in the kitchen. Yes. They're learning how to cook. I mean, we're sold out of everything at United, and if H-E-B were here, it would be fully stocked 24-7 because we know that they're on their game. (laughs) No, I have no idea if that's true or not, but possibly, maybe. Um, Costco is getting stuff in all the time. I don't know anything about Sam's, but maybe they're empty. But these people are learning how, and these people, I mean, me too, everyone is learning how, To cook,
1: yes, and I I love cooking. I mean, that's one of my favorite pastimes. Is cooking. I come up with recipes. I don't like to use a cookbook. Oh, good. But even me, I I am so sick of cooking. My husband smoked pork last night, and we get to eat it for the next couple of days. Thank goodness, because I'm I'm kind of done with cooking for right now. Yeah. So I definitely need a break. But yeah, people are learning new. Definitely
0: new hobbies or. Mm-hmm. So if they're not ordering local, you know, they're cooking at home because we don't have anything else to do. Right. So that is something that we're learning in quarantine is um, is the whole cooking aspect of things. For sure. So you can drink whenever you want to now. Just um, <laughs> keep it, you know. Keep your wits about you. Keep it clean. Yeah. you know. I mean, we still have to take care of children. Like, right. You can't exactly. just get sloshed because my two and three year old, they, you know. They, they probably need some parenting I don't know where, at some point. But, parenting yeah that's kind of important (laughs) yes keep the
1: parenting going and another thing that we've definitely learned um is i personally am super glad that my husband has an office to go to when we're not in quarantine Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we are both working from home and i honestly i'm glad that he has his job and i have my job because we could not work together Uh, yeah not at all so i'm very glad that we can have our separate spaces when this is all said and done I love my husband and he loves me, but we are two completely different people. I mean.
0: We should probably get someone on here to give their testimony and story about that because I wonder what that world is. Neither one of us have to stay with our husband 24-7. Right. I mean, the closest I got to it was this last week when he was sick with um, strep or I don't know. It wasn't. Nobody has COVID nineteen in this house, okay? So y'all stop stressing out. But everyone's good, everyone's clean. But he was still sick, and you know when you when your husband gets sick, you know That's the man awful. flu is the worst flu. Yeah. So that was horrible in itself, having my third child at home. When you talk about third children, it's like, no, thank you. We're two and <laughs> you got done. It. You know, I only have to have him maybe twice a year. He doesn't ever get sick. And, of course, he's only sick during quarantine. Right. But the whole first week when he wasn't, he was gone. We're just kind of living our normal lives. Things are great. You know, I've got a lot of good things to do. You know, everyone's posting, like, at-home activities to do with their kids. So the kids have more to do at home now than they did before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a lot of good ideas out there. Yeah, so we don't really know what lack of, you know, what the non-separation of husband is like. So right. we might need to get someone to tell us their, their horror stories about sure, having a hubby home.
1: But I'm sure there's husbands and wives out there that work really well together. Yeah. I'm just not that person. I'm very outspoken, opinionated, and um my husband would not last with me 24 hours if we worked together. He would that's go sweet. running for the hills. <laughs> he loves me but he'd go running for the that's hills. That's
0: right. And that's okay. I think that's healthy. Yeah. But I mean,
1: getting a little serious note with this whole quarantine thing. Okay. So right before all this happened, I was starting to feel like how my children are growing up so fast and I was getting really sad about it, especially with my son becoming a middle schooler next year Mm -hmm. because I feel like once you hit middle school you know you're too cool for your parents you got your friends you start getting your phones and all that kind of stuff and so I just felt like my time with him was like slipping away and soon he'd be going off to college he wouldn't be under my roof and so I'm definitely using this time to like kind of just connect with him making sure our relationship's strong Making sure we're doing a lot of activities, Mm -hmm. not just things I want to do, but if he wants to have that Harry Potter marathon, we're doing it. If he wants to play Mario Kart, I'm going to do it with him. That's sweet. Begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You you have to do things they want to do. To keep the interest. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I really am. I'm really using this time to spend quality time with him. Just good quality time to like build a relationship, make sure that he's okay Mm -hmm. and that going forward he's not going to forget about his mom.
0: Yeah. You I can't, know. I don't even want to think about that. They
1: say, like, I was reading this thing the other day. It said, like, having a son is, like, the slowest breakup ever. Have yeah. you seen that? And that's so true because they're slowly leaving your nest, and then they'll find another woman, and they'll marry her, and then mom is second. And so I, I am grateful for this extra time with him, for sure. Well,
0: don't, make don't start me crying, crying. Don't already cry. <laughs> on the podcast. I'm not going to cry. But I, don't, I can't even think about that yet. My three-year-old who just thinks that I'm amazing. Right. And he just loves me so much. And everything is mommy, mommy, mommy. I mean, he loves his dad, too. And I know that that will change. Maybe it'll be easier for me. Hopefully, I'm praying. Because my husband's real big into sprint cars, dirt track racing. And so my son loves all things race cars. So when they get into that flow together, I know I'm automatically going to get pushed out. Right. So to break up more like in the junior high that you're talking about as opposed to, you know, college, I think that'll be much easier for me to allow, you know, another girl to come in or whatever. I'm praying that the Lord just, you know, takes over. And well, teaches me how to do it right, because that's scary. I'm convincing my son to go
1: to Texas Tech, so that way he'll just be right down the road. Well, actually, I'm trying to convince my husband that we build a guest house that he can live in oh, good, yeah. while he's at Texas Tech. He's going to go to A&M? No, he's going to go to Texas <laughs> Tech. <laughs> that's where my husband went, Texas Tech, and it's um, we're grooming him to go there. But no, I mean, I'll be fine <laughs> with him going anywhere. He said, Mom... What if I get into Harvard? Because he's super, super smart. I yeah. mean, he impresses me all the time. Mm-hmm. And he beats me at a lot of things because he's so smart. But he said, what if I get into Harvard and I have to leave the state? I was like, well, I guess that'll be okay. I guess. But, we'll just have to allow it, I suppose. Right? I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Or I'll move, you know, whatever.
0: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> the East Coast, right? That's the East Coast. Yeah. The East Coast. I mean, there's tons of historical, all kinds of junk there. Like, I would be in hog heaven. Yeah. On the East Coast over there. Take me to Salem, Massachusetts. I could talk about witches all day long, but we're not going to do that. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. another episode, Yeah, Crystal. that's another
0: episode. Okay. <laughs> so we've talked about cocktail hours, negotiable separation, time from husband. We're talking about your time with your middle schooler and making sure that we enjoy our time with our kids um, before. You talked about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you know, just making sure that you love on your kids during this time. We have all this right. time in COVID-19. And we really want to make sure that we're on the floor with them, that we're playing if you have littles, that you're doing something that they want to do, that they like, like stupid video games. If Kyle Mac were here right now, he'd say, Mommy, you said a bad word. Stupid is bad. <laughs> you are correct,
1: young well, one. So I have to make a little uh, confession. Okay. My 13 year anniversary is this week. Oh, con- ha- happy anniversary? Yes. I don't know what it's words happy, I'm looking like for. It's a happy one. We're, we're good right now. No, okay, I'm just good. But, so, my husband and I were, like, barbecue in the backyard last night, having a couple beers, and, like, we were saying we didn't need anything. We definitely don't need anything right now. But then we got to talking, like, about video games and stuff, and I, this is so hilarious, but I miss old school Nintendo. Like, Mario 3, Super Mario, you know, all that kind of stuff. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. Like, that's yes. what I was
0: just about to say. That's the only one I like.
1: That's what he ordered me yesterday, and it comes in this <gasps> oh. week. So I'm like, That's love. I, it is, but I'm a little concerned because I have a lot of stuff I need to get done between <laughs> homeschooling and publishing my next book and writing stuff for this. And I'm thinking I can totally get lost in some Super Mario 3. Yeah. But at the same time, my son is so excited because it's something that we can do together and yeah. he knows he's excited for me and that we can like play together. That's so, so
0: sweet. That's but, good. Let's yeah. just think about the positives on that. Right. Yes. If it becomes an issue, we'll pack it up. Yes. And um, you'll just have to publish the book first, and then you can reward yourself right. with duck hunt. Yes. Can't get any better than that. Okay, and so the other things we're going to talk about is, because um, we're on one, two, three, and four. Number four is Zoom. Everyone is Zooming the heck out of everything. Exactly. You can work out on Zoom. You can go to church on Zoom. We book clubbed on Zoom, and it was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. We did um, in book club this last time, <clears> the Lubbock Moms Blog book club. If you're not a part of that, you need to go to Facebook right now. Type it in and join. It's fine. It is so much fun. And I've learned on Zoom how to change my background. So there, we just had finished um, Defending Jacob was the book that we read. And they're about to make this, I think it's a Hulu movie out of it. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's Apple or Google. I don't know. But or they're this. making a movie. Okay. And so this really handsome, normal, like he's a famous guy, but I don't know his name because I really don't know famous people's names <laughs> like that. I could just describe him to you. Anyways, he's smoking hot. I made him my background during the entire book club time. And I was like, I was just talking to him with the background behind me in the whole thing. So anyways. Were Zoom. you wearing pants? Does that matter? <laughs> Does that matter? Let's not ask those questions on the first episode. I know. We're getting
1: a little deep on the first episode. So
0: anyways, um, he, anyways, so Zoom is super fun. You can change the background. There's lots of things to do. You can do your moms on the move, workouts. I mean, we're doing everything with Zoom right now because we're in quarantine. And, you know, actually, it's been great,
1: that part of it, because one of my old friends um, from high school mm-hmm. reached out about us doing a a Zoom happy hour. Wow. And so I got to sit with some really good friends that I've been friends with for over 30 years and talk for a couple hours. And we just had the best time. Wow. So like we reconnected and it was really, really cool.
0: Yeah, that's great. So we're loving Zoom in um, during this time right now. And then my last thing is reading. I read a hundred pages yesterday. Oh my goodness. Of my a nonfiction book. I have a goal that I read one nonfiction book every month. Not an audible, but an actual physical book nonfiction because book club is all fiction usually right yeah I think we did one nonfiction but regardless it's mostly just fiction and all kinds of different things I would never read in a million years which is why I love the book club so much but um, my personal like goal for myself is I read one nonfiction a month and I got a hundred pages of it done I'm gonna get another hundred pages done tomorrow I'm gonna be done with the book in that month because I procrastinate it until the last day I am so so
1: jealous because I love to read and I actually am reading like three books right now and I just can't finish any of them because
0: you got to zone in. You got to make know, those micro need, goals and you got to zone in and get it done. I, I sit
1: in the morning after I do my devotional and I make my list of my goals for the week and journaling and reading is one of those goals. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the last thing that I get to out of all my other goals that I wrote. So that's something I need to work on. And this is a perfect opportunity, opportunity to do that for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So you um, got to put down the housewives and start reading.
0: Put down the house. That's right. I need you to stop judging me right now. We told everyone out there that this is a non-judgment zone, (laughs) and you're judging me about my Real Housewives. I am a total Housewives housewives fan. Total. New York is coming out soon. On to the next thing. Okay, (laughs) so next we're gonna do a token of the week. Okay, so every podcast we're going to have some sort of token of the week. Um, And we don't know if we're going to be here a week or a month or whatever. But this token of the week is Play Street Museum. Mm -hmm. They're posting really great things right now and ways to get creative in your home. So you just go to Play Street Museum on their Facebook. And for example, they just posted this uh, Friday Fun Day where you can make your own mask You use recycled materials that you can find around the house to create your own mask. And they have all the instructions on there, the materials, the procedure, the bonus. You can think of a story about your creation. You can put on your mask and act it out. I mean, these are just great, fun things to do with your children during this time of quarantine. And I am in love with it.
1: Yes, and I love the, especially using the recycled stuff. I've been saving, like, every single thing that we've, like... You are my mother.
0: <laughs> you know, my mom used to make us save our toilet paper rolls. Uh-huh, I know that's, that's such me. a hot commodity now. But you save the rolls uh-huh. for uh, peewee cheerleading. You put candy in it and wrap it up and that you throw hot. it into the, um, yes. into the stands. That's stands. a good idea. We had a ton of toilet paper rolls growing up. As well, Well, my,
1: my son tells me all the time that I'm turning into my mother. And I actually, like he says my favorite pastime is getting rid of stuff, which I love to get rid of stuff. And before – you know, COVID-19 happened. I was going through getting rid of stuff, planning a garage sale. But now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could totally use this for a craft. Or or the end of the world or is the, tomorrow. Yes, we might Let's need this.
0: <laughs> 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 Don't throw that food away. We could totally yeah. use it. Yeah. So, so cares I'm, if that was expired a year ago? It's a canned good, <laughs> Stephanie. She told me I sent her home with some green beans. She was like, oh, by the way, we made fun of you. Because those canned goods you sent us home with, they expired a year ago. Well, it's a can. Oh, my mother, you my, you and my mom would get along. Every I time I get to her, her house, I clean out her pantry, and I find,
1: like, so many expired things. I'm like, do not feed this to my children. Come on. I mean, seriously. Maybe people don't want to come over there. Maybe that's why we don't have guests. Don't go to Crystal's house because the canned goods. Hey, you could always take those canned go- goods and throw them in intruders if you have to.
0: That's recycling. What are you talking about? Is this, like... Into the world,
1: like okay. First of all, if they have put an expiration date on a can of green beans, it's usually very far in advance. So you don't don't want to eat those green beans because green beans last like years. So if you've gotten to the
0: expiration date, it's probably like ten years old. I just don't believe that it was really past its expiration. We checked the whole box. I have a whole box. It's a Costco box, you know. And she was telling me that it was expired a year ago. No, I think you don't know how to read it correctly. Is it the month, day, then year? I don't don't know. know, But I think she's reading it wrong. I just know that next time you offer me
1: food, I'm not going to eat it. Okay, good.
0: All right. Well, hey, that's reality. (laughs) Don't come over. Book Club is hosted at my house sometimes. And so all you people, don't worry. Bring It's a potluck. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay, so this is something we're going to call the lightning round. Okay, so every week we're going to do this. And especially when we have interviewers. So mostly we're only going to do this with interviewers. But since we don't have an interview today, Danae and I are going to do it ourselves. So you can kind of have our answers. And then each week that we ask our wonderful interviewers um, this, interviewees. I don't know the correct word. Okay. Google well, it. We're gonna ask the people this and then we'll get different answers all the time. And it's gonna be really great. So I'm just gonna start off. We're calling this the lightning round. Ooh. Ka-chow! <laughs> no? No,
1: yeah, you should add that sound effect. In okay, there, I will I'll yeah, try.
0: Maybe not yourself. If I can Google it and find it, <laughs> I shall add it. Yes. Okay. Um, so um Danae, what is your best mom hack? I think my
1: best mom hack is probably having all the kids have their school supplies and outfits ready the night before. That I'm not a morning person, mm-hmm. and so anything that we can do, as much as I say I want to get up and get the day started, I know myself, mm-hmm. so anything I can do to make the mornings easier, it's definitely it
0: helps. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, I wish I were better at that. Yes. I'm going to put that on my list of things. My mom hacks. Yes, for sure. All right. For me, what I would say is I'm not putting shoes and socks on children until we have arrived at the location. Um, my children, uh, Cal Mac's better about it now, but Madeline especially, she will take her socks off and take her shoes off a million times in the car. So I'm not wasting my time on that anymore. I'm just yeah. not going to do it. So when we get there, hopefully she has shoes. And if not, I guess she's going barefooted, okay? Because <laughs> I'm not putting those things on a million times. So my best mom hack is to make sure that your children have shoes on once you arrive at the location. She probably
1: like put backups in the car. Just in case. I do.
0: That's like right now, my son just came in while we we're doing this podcast, and he said, "Mom, where are my clean shoes at?" Oh, I don't know. Probably in the vehicle. Right. They're in the car.
1: Your shoe so out there.
0: That's right. They're all out there because that's <laughs> – you take them off there, you put them on there because we're going places. Well, I wear flip-flops when I'm driving, like, a long ways,
1: mm-hmm. and I have my nice shoes that I put on later. So, All right.
0: So, Danae, what's one of your earliest memories? Um, Well, so I was not the
1: easiest child on my mother, and that's probably why I'm getting payback with my third child. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, sitting in my closet – eating a tub of icing and it's still like a joke today um I mean because now I do it in the kitchen in front of everybody good for you. <laughs> I don't hide in the closet yeah but I remember like being in the dark like scooping the the icing out and just going to town
0: good for you yep. I remember um driving all around South Grand Prairie looking for with my grandma my great grandma we just called her grandma but we were looking for the Judd's VHS tape Ooh. Yes, so it was their last performance together. All I remember is that Mama Judd was in this really shiny, beautiful red dress. Mm-hmm. It's a blue back, black ground, a blue background with a shiny red dress, and we're looking for this last VHS tape that my grandma just had to have for us. It was their last performance.
1: Oh, I'm a so, big Judds fan.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, I still have the VHS tape today. I don't know when I'll ever use it, but I have it. Do you have a VCR? Yes, of course I do. But my children stuff things inside the VCR. Oh, my goodness. So I'm not sure that it works anymore, we but we have don't have a it. DVD player anymore. You don't? <laughs> I know. We have Amazon Prime. Yes. Yeah. Everything's streamed, right? <laughs> All right. So, Danae, what is one thing to accomplish you want to accomplish before you die?
1: Well, I, so I have published my first children's book, mm-hmm. and I'm working on my second. Mm-hmm. And to publish it, it's finished. And I am writing the third but I would love to publish a cookbook. Oh. I've been writing recipes for years. Wow. Um, my husband is always telling me, write the stuff down because you never remember like how you make it again. Um, so one day I would like to publish a cookbook.
0: That's crazy. I'm learning something new about you all the time. Yeah. So I really like that. Great yeah. job to you. Because I feel like I have nothing I want to do. Like if I died... Today, right now, at the end of this podcast, I've done everything. I've fulfilled my entire bucket list. That's good, though. Yeah. I mean, you're So now I'm just fulfilled. enjoying it. Yeah, I'm just enjoying everything. Anything. You're like a
1: woman in her 80s. You're just enjoying
0: I am an old woman, <laughs> yes. My husband's a little younger than I am, and he says I'm not old enough to be a cougar, but I am a puma, and this puma's ready to die. Yeah, you're Happily, good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, Danae. How will you measure your success as a mother?
1: Well, so my mom and I are best friends. Like, I will tell her anything. I will – she's the number one person I call for yeah. everything, whether I'm happy, sad, mad, whatever, I call her. And I think that if my kids continue to come to me in their adulthood with ba- grandbabies and everything, that I'm at su- success. If they want to hear what I have to say, my opinion, my advice, I definitely think that that's what I want. I right. think that
0: you just stole my answer, but that's okay. <laughs> I can love you anyways because my exa- answer is basically exactly the same. That if at the end of all of this, my kids still want to come home for Christmas, they still want to come home for Thanksgiving. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. You know, and still I've got to. That's it. I just want them to come back home. As long as they want to come back home, then I feel Ooh. like I was a good mom. I was successful. Great job to me. And having a boy and a girl kind of scares me because. You know, you have two girls, they can be BFFs forever. You have two boys, they're always going to be best friends. Like, women aren't going to get in the way of that. But having a boy and a girl, I just don't know how that's going to work out in the end. So if one is in North Carolina and one ends up in California, you know, and I just want them both to have the desire to buy a plane ticket, come back home to Mama, and have Christmas with me.
1: Well, as somebody who has lived in different states for the last eight years, I always want to come home and see my mom.
0: So, well, that's good. That means you had a good mom. She's a success. She is. I want to be a Danae mama success. (laughs) That's it. I just want them to love me. You know, I don't want to control everything. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have my hand in all that. I just want to love them. I want to know that they are loved and I want them to love me back. And then you want them to know that they can always come out, come to you for anything. You know,
1: they're not scared to ask. And I think my mom was always really good about, you know, she didn't care what the truth was she just wanted it from me Mm -hmm. and I always felt comfortable going to her with that and she never judged or you know I got in trouble some a lot maybe but I always felt comfortable going to her and I think that's what you want from your kids
0: yeah I do I want them to be able to talk to me but at the same time I still want them to fear me
1: correct yes I mean you don't want to be their best friend
0: right I you know like you can't bring a girl home and she can't live in your bedroom, okay? <laughs> yes. So you need to know yes. that that ain't happening in Mama's house. Exactly. You need to have enough respect to know that you're not going to disrespect me like that. But at the same time, I want them to tell me, "Hey, this is what's going on." All right. Or when they're in trouble, you know, "Hey, Mama, what's going on? How can I? Can you help me get out of this mess?" Yes. Let's Figure create it out. a plan. Okay. Yep. Or go do whatever the heck you want to do, and I'm going to love you from a distance. But come home for Christmas and Thanksgiving, please, right. please. Yes. Okay. All right. And then this will be our last question in our lightning round. Ka-chow. Danae, what is one tip you would give to new moms? Um.
1: You know, I wish I could go back and give myself this tip because I'm always worried about a plan and – Keeping the house in order and mm-hmm, yeah. something I've learned from my about myself recently, because I am kind of OCD about all that, is you've got to throw it all out the window because nothing in life ever turns out the way you expect it. Nothing. And most of the time it's greater than you can ever imagine. So, it, it, yes. So throw your expectations out the window and just like love every day. I mean, just appreciate every
0: day and kind of take it all in. Well, I think, well, that kind of gets into muddy waters if you're talking about uh, postpartum. You know, yeah. Well, like that's we get true. into, if you have postpartum, then you just can't love every day. It's just not going to be physically happy. I mean, you, you just, it's not available. Right. However, things are not going to go the way you had imagined as a child with your white dress. Your wedding's not going to be the same. Your pregnancy is not going to be what you thought it was. How, mine was pretty close. I mean, I got large. I knew I would always be a fat pregnant woman. Me too. And I was. I was. I was a Jessica Simpson. <laughs> I'm She's smoking just, hot well, now. No, I'm not yeah. now, but, <laughs> you know. Life goals. Yeah. You know, like my feet were up like 10 times larger than they are now. They are beautiful. I look at my feet and think, dang, these are beautiful feet. Because I remember when they were swollen and giant and they didn't work. Okay, so it's not going to be what you imagined, but it's always so much better. You're so right. Yeah. You know, I never thought a marriage could be as great as it is. Yeah. You know, my whoever I had... Thought I would marry in my life. I had made up, you know, in elementary and junior high or whatever.
1: He doesn't
0: even come close to my husband right now. Mm-hmm. I was
1: just thinking about this yesterday when we were my husband and I were sitting outside watching the kids play. And I thought, you know what? I would not. I would, there's nobody else I'd rather be in quarantine with yeah. than Sam. Because yeah. we enjoy each other's company. Of mm-hmm. course we have our fights and we miscommunicate. I mean, what married couple doesn't? But we, like, get each other. We have fun with each other. Mm-hmm. He finishes my sentences, as corny as that sounds. But, like, I was thinking that yesterday. Like, I'm glad, I mean, that I'm stuck with him.
0: Yeah. And that's it. The key word is stuck. (laughs) Stuck. I am stuck with him. Yes. And I enjoy it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. And Jimmy, he does try to finish my sentences for me, and I have to tell him, you're wrong. (laughs) Let me complete that thought myself. Because you took us to the left, and I'm going to the right. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but I, you know what? Sam and I are so different that I think that makes it better. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and even if we talk about careers, you know, I had in college, I remember planning out every single step, like, and then staying laser beam focused. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a teacher. I've got to get through these four years. And then once I get, and, and that's my goal, I've got to get to the school. I've got to get a job. Once I get a job, now what am I going to do? Now I'm going to be a principal. So now i got to go to grad school. Now I've got, like, I'm like a laser beam when it comes to this stuff. And I never, if I could talk to myself back then, you know, like sometimes the greatest things come just from the experience. And maybe uh, yeah. this is a whole nother podcast in it itself. Is. <laughs> I don't know. But there's so many opportunities that come from just doing something you love.
1: Absolutely. If you love
0: it, then opportunities arise like this, mm-hmm. that you never in a million years would have thought you'd have the opportunity to do. So if I could give one tip to new moms, my tip would be allow your mom, allow your grandma to come over during those first six weeks. Yes. And let them do everything. Yes. Amen. I let. When I had Kyle Mac, now I didn't need it really with a second baby, but when I had Kyle Mac, my first, my precious baby boy, my big mama, that's what we call her, my grandma, we call my grandma big mama my big mama came over and stayed lived with us for six weeks for six weeks I didn't have to cook I didn't have to clean I did nothing except feed him sleep feed him and sleep she did everything else she made sure that she cooked for the family that she sanitized the bottles that she I was able and especially because now knowing I had postpartum and so knowing that like I was able to um, have that mental health time. Mm-hmm. I was able to recover because my big mama came in and saved the day. Yeah. And my body was able to heal properly because I didn't have to go and just jump into things. And I took 12 weeks. I took 12 weeks, six weeks big mama was here and I could not have lasted a day without her mm-hmm. of those six weeks. So if someone's willing to help you, you may be a control freak. Um hello, here I am. <laughs> I love to control things or just make sure that they're good, you know what I mean? Right. Um but I had to put all that aside, kind of like what you were saying, and I had to allow someone to come in and run my whole house while I took care of feeding my newborn, making sure he stayed alive, you know, that's important. Mm-hmm. And then sleeping. It makes
1: a a huge difference because I had that with my first. Mm -hmm. And because we were out of state for the next two, I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So I had three different situations with each child. Mm -hmm. Something big happened um, with going into labor early. And then my second child, I was on bed rest in a state we'd only lived in for three weeks. And I went on full bed rest for two months. So I didn't have a parent helping so I can see the side of having that and then not having that. And I would take having that any day of the week.
0: I just know there are a lot of people out there who think this is... And maybe because I'm thinking about myself. You know, like, I, this is my baby. I'm going to decorate the nursery. Right. Don't buy me anything. Yeah. Unless it's on the registry. <laughs> because I'm going to control every single aspect. And once you push that little human being out of you or however it gets out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once you have your child... If someone is willing to help you, then you need to accept it because you have plenty of time in the future. You have 18 years minus six months, minus six weeks of to, to control everything. That's right. So if someone's offering the help, you just take it. You let mommy dearest come over and all her crazy and all her negativity, whatever it is, you let her come over and you let her help you and you just heal. Yeah. Because it's hard. Having a baby is hard. It really is. And it's hard work after, and the adjustment, that's a whole nother podcast. It is. We're going to have to have some experts on about that. (laughs) Okay, so the lightning round took a little longer than lightning speed, but that's how it's going to go from now on. So when we have new people on here, they're going to get to answer these great questions. We get to learn about people in our community and get closer together. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Moms in the Hub. Please subscribe and follow us. Share us with all of your friends. If you like this, leave us a comment. Um, And as Robert Browning said, motherhood, all love begins and ends there.
1: Today's podcast is brought to you by Lubbock Moms Blog, Lubbock's premier parenting resource for the South Plains. Have any ideas or want to hear about something specific? Comment below and
0: we'll work it in. Remember to follow Lubbock Moms Blog at www.lubbockmomsblog.com. Bye.